welcome, welcome to the Mama's Day. Even though I'm singing, it's not a happy day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Felicia's not here either. We wow. miss you because life. Yeah, it's a perfect setup for I think today's she episode. Boot up with her boob. Ooh, she said. <laughs> Ashley thinks she fake called in sick so she can you lay know what, up. Though? I ain't even mad. That's, I'm not mad lay up. That's a personal day. <laughs> she gonna find out when she listens. Oh, you know I'm gonna call her. I'm gonna be like, girl, was you really sick or or what? Or what? And I, why didn't I think that? She beat me to it. That's why I was pissed. <laughs> can't all leave. <laughs> you got too many damn kids in the house. That's why you can't yeah. stay home. With no one believes you'll be I'll at be home honest, alone. Boo-da. I actually was going to call off and then the baby was crying. I was like, fuck that shit. I'm coming in. <laughs> You, you know, got this, Gia. You know it's real when you leave to go work, to go do work, <laughs> find work to get away from your kids. That I really did. I was like, I need to rest. And I was like, I'm not going to rest because I'm just going to be parenting. Yeah. And I was like, I'd rather, I'd rather just go to the podcast. I enjoy that. At least I enjoy doing that. I mean, I like my yeah. kids, but you know what I'm saying. I literally time. have to leave. Now, granted, I know mm-hmm. we have a whole story to tell about your weekend. Yes, but like so. in terms of leaving my children mm-hmm. like i mean ashley calls langston my velcro baby girl but but it's sometimes aristotle oh and so like i my best friend was in town this weekend is in town yeah i gotta meet and, her um and she got to see like we came in the house from being out for a little bit and they're just like pick me up pick me up where'd you go why'd you leave why are you gone so long why you leave me with daddy like <laughs> <laughs> like and they How just like this? I, mm. I like is there a part of you that secretly loves it though there's a part at the core like i i i appreciate it i do i love that they love me this much Uh but it is hard because like i'm trying to remember we we went out and came back and they were just like oh my god and then and we had to leave again we knew that we had to come back for some reason and they were just freaking out and i was like as soon as they kind of forgot for a second I was like, I have to, I have to leave now while they're not paying attention. Mm. And that's the sad part because I often can't say bye. Oh, wow. Because mm. it'll just be like a thing. Really? It's, it's interesting because Kaya over the holidays recently got very attached to Jared because he's always like in and out gone because of work. And so when he was off and he was at home every day, she literally stopped saying any other words but Dada. Aww. Like I became Dada, brother became Dada, pictures, the dog yeah. became, everything became Dada. And she literally would scream at him if she walked if he walked by and didn't pick her up. And at first I was like, what's that like to be loved so much? And I was like, I don't think I want to know. <laughs> I'll be honest. Because she You ain't is, wrong. She's so I attached to him though. that I'm like, that's so sweet, but also like, ooh, like mm, the pre- yeah. cause I see the pressure, he just succumbs to it. Now I don't know yeah. if it's just because the daddy-daughter thing, but like he really just is like, okay, I'll pick you up. Me, I'm just like, girl, please stop crying. Girl, that's that how is my life is with me. Mm-hmm. She, she needs you all the time. Girl, mm. that's why I came in today. Because <laughs> if I'm around, she doesn't want anybody uh-huh, else. Uh-huh. She's perfectly fine. Like I literally walk in the door and she doesn't see me. She's playing, hanging out, just chilling, playing with her toys. When I walk in the door, she won't play. She will sit on my lap. She wants to sit on my lap and play with her toys. She wants to sit on my lap and eat. She wants to sit on my lap and do all things through Christ that strengthens her. (laughs) (laughs) Through Ashley who strengthens her. Through Ashley. And I just, it's very draining for me. I love that my kids love me, but they're all up my butt and around the corner. You know what? And which brings us to what we were going to talk about today, because I really thought about you because, for example, Cameron has been sick as I've shared this, every other week Mm -hmm. since October. It has been crazy. And then I think about people who have more than one child. or I now have two children. Fortunately, the baby has skated all of the things that Cameron has brought home. Thank God. Thank God. But But I... 
think of you often because mm. I get super anxious when any one thing gets wrong with one of my children. Like Girl. it could be anything. It could be you're not sleeping properly. You didn't eat properly. You didn't poo enough today. Oh, you came home with an ear yeah. infection. Like I get so, so much anxiety based off of knowing that this increases my workload. Yep. I'm not going to sleep well. Mm -hmm. They are suffering and I can't do anything about it. Like it's so hard. And I think about you all the times. So I'm like, what do you do? Like, have your children all been sick at once? Like, how do you do um, that? You know, what's interesting. It's that I don't know why this happens in families. Like with a lot of kids, it's usually domino. Mm -hmm. So it's like someone gets it, <clears> then the next person. So then it's yeah. like your house is sick Which for is a month. Almost worse. Though. It's very yeah, much it so worse because when we had COVID, everyone was like, this was the first time we had COVID. And people were like, well, actually not the first time. The first time we had COVID, we didn't know it was COVID. The second time we had COVID, when they had tests, it was like, okay, yeah. you have COVID. Mm -hmm. That was when it first was known and people were like, you should wear a mask around your kids. And me and Cher were like, absolutely not. I'm about to get everybody up in this house sick because mm -hmm. I don't want to deal with this again. Those little children of God did not get sick. They had a fever for one day. Yeah. I don't mm -hmm. think I I let them watch so much TV in their life because mm -hmm. we were, you know, That's absolutely bad. what we did. Yeah, yeah. We were down bad. Like, I don't remember. Isn't it crazy? I'm like, who fed them? Because I swear to God, God. me and were in the bed <laughs> like all day, every day for like three weeks. I don't know how we got through that. But yeah. now it'll be like somebody gets a fever, then they're fine. Two days later, the other person gets mm -hmm. a fever. So it's annoying because it's like never yeah. ending. People used to say, like maybe when my babies were little, like if one of them gets sick, let the other one yep. get it. Yeah. Like I right away. Why. Yep. Remember uh, that wait, with chicken pox. That's what I was gonna say. Remember when we were younger? Did y'all used to do chicken pox parties? I do parties? vaguely remember. Isn't Ew, that wild? You're right. Yes, like oh, your like cousin, cousin had got chicken pox. Go to the house. Yep. <laughs> go over the, the house. Pox. Go get the chicken pox. Wait, Melanie, does Cam wear a mask at school? No. And kids? so, and ever since, mm -hmm. I will say this: when Cameron's wearing a mask at school. Everything was great. He was in school. It was fine. As soon as they took those masks over, oh, he got, got sick. everybody got but sick. But is it optional? Oh, he could wear a mask if he wants to. So yes. I have had the babies in masks since, I guess, the new year. Mm -hmm. And they've been fine. Mm. And honestly, I did it for me. Like, I honestly, yeah. before the end of the year, I, I, I had them not in masks, mm -hmm. but partially because the school does COVID tests once a week. And your school still does COVID tests once a week? Yeah. Wow. Their school does. Brooks's school does not. Okay. Um, the babies, those kids are not vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Like they don't have to be. Right. Whereas Brooks's school, everybody is. So I guess they just don't care anymore. The but um, so at the baby school, they test once a week. And so I, I felt like a little bit of safety with that. Yeah. But they were still bringing home all these colds that I was then getting constantly. Yeah. So at the top of the year, I have been putting them in masks every day. Mm-hmm. And they have been like little sniffles well, here and there. What? The flip side of that is the reason why everybody's getting so sick is because but we've already been sick. We, yeah, I know, but we've been through it. You got to build up their immunity because if not, this is going to be ongoing forever and ever and ever. It has yeah. to kind of like I, I hear I out. hear that, but also, can a bitch get a break? Because <laughs> maybe you wear this mask one month and the next right. month it's back I on, but yeah. I need a break. Because like, even Cameron, when he picked up this last cold again. He actually opted. He's like, mommy, I'm going to wear a mask to oh, school. Wow. And I said, really, buddy? He says, yes, I, I just don't want to get anybody else sick because I keep getting sick because people yeah. aren't wearing masks. And it's true. So like, sweet. I volunteered his school and I see it like people send their kids. And we've talked about this. People yeah. send their kids to school sick, sick, sick. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. But at the same time, I understand that it's necessary and, yeah. and, and all of it. Yeah. But like, it's pros and cons of this right now. It's just wild. So I can't even. This is what I'm saying. Like, when I think about multiples and kids getting sick, like babies getting, I just don't. And then yeah. you also went through something else recently. Oh God. With AZ. So, well, first it started with Asia. She got some kind of weird ass skin virus that is like 
a two month to a five year <laughs> healing process. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. I part. didn't tell you that. No. Oh, it can take two months to five years to clear up. And so one of my other really close friends, when I told her about it, she was like, Oh my God, my son had that on his elbow. And she was like, it just went away and he's eight and he got it when he was four. Oh wow. Four. <sighs> There's no cure. And so because it's highly contagious in order to minimize it, cause no one else has gotten it. And for her to have a normal life, because they also tell you, you don't have to keep your kid home. They can go to right, school. Yeah, it's right. fine. You have to put silver nitrate on it, mm. which turns the skin temporarily black. So my child looks like a Dalmatian right now from her feet to her arms. But wait, I she thought it was has, in one spot. No, girl, it spread because she was scratching it. And this is before we knew what it was. So if you scratch it, it has oil in it. It's like poison ivy. Yeah, it's like poison it's ivy. The, yeah. the oil is poisonous. Mm-hmm. If you leave it, like Azar had one, she was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> she, you know, her Virgo ass. She was mm-hmm. like, mom, put some medication on it. Put a Band-Aid <laughs> on it and went away. Done. Gone. Yeah. Probably will never have it again. But Asia, she was scratching. We had no idea what it was until we went to the doctor. So it was too late. So it spread all over her whole body. But Asia also has She has skin. severe eczema. And so yeah. people with severe eczema have lower immune systems. Yeah, her immune system is already they're at higher risk for it. For it yeah. And they suffer from it worse. So she's just suffering. And I was just crying because I'm like, my poor baby already has skin issues with her eczema. Now she has this. And, you know, she wants to be in dance. And I'm like, damn, she's going to have to put like a turtleneck on underneath her leotard. And that just makes mm-hmm. me feel bad for her. I've just been having a lot of thoughts because, you know, I think we take the health of our children for granted sometimes when you're born your children are born and they don't have any delays or they don't have any of those anything that's like okay they need consistent medical attention you kind of I think well I feel like I kind of took that for granted because you just go on with your life your life is not altered yeah and I think that parents that have to deal with that every day are for far more aware of like thinking about what their children's lives would be like. Right. Mm-hmm. And I find myself consistently thinking about as I see as life, like, mm-hmm. is this going to be an ongoing thing for mm-hmm. her as far as like, well, it started with the baby and her tooth when her tooth got yeah. knocked out. Ugh. And I'm like, they're like, Oh, she's not going to have a front tooth until her adult tooth grows in. I'm like, that could be when she's like 10 or 13. So she's going to be walking around six, seven, eight years old with one tooth. You know, because normally when your kid's tooth falls out, another one grows back in immediately. It's not mm-hmm. like they're going five, six years without a tooth. Right. So I was like, damn, like that's messed up. Then I, then I see, I'm like, how long is this going to be? And is it going to affect her and the other kids seeing it? And then like, you know, like that just affects your yeah. confidence. And then now what happened with AZ, like she just has some weird allergy attack. And I think she might be allergic to the medication that we're using for, for Asia's Asia. skin. Oh. Because it's so strong, like... I know some people don't use the same towel every day, but in our house, like I need you to use it a couple days in yeah. a row. Yeah. Okay. yeah, like some people same. who doesn't don't use do- the same towel every I, day. I know a lot of people who only it's not use a hotel. <laughs> I know a lot of people who use a towel once a day, and that's it. What? Yes, yes, that's wild. So, that is, but we have to do that. It's a life of luxury. So the, the girl <laughs> and laundry, honey, and electric bill and water bill. Yeah. Okay. So I'm doing yeah. laundry every single day because no one yeah. can use the same towel right. every day because of what Asia has just to make sure it doesn't spread. Yeah. And then the stuff is so potent. It smells so strong. It's like I'm washing the towels and I can still smell the medication mm-hmm. like in all of our towels now. So I don't know if Azar is allergic to it, but she was sitting at the dinner table. She's like, mommy, my eye hurts. I looked over and it was like hitch. Her eyes are just swollen shut. And I'm like. It looked like she got stung by a bee in the it, eye. It was horrible. Yeah. And it started in one eye. And I laid her. I gave her some Benadryl. Laid her down. 
put ice on her eye. Yeah. She took the ice off her eye and it was even more swollen. Oh, wow. So that's what scared me because normally <clears throat> when something's swollen, you put ice on it, it stops yeah. the blood flow, which brings it down. Right. No. Then they both swell I'm up. wondering, now that I'm a doctor or anything, but I wonder if laying <laughs> down, I'm wondering if laying down, the pressure of laying oh. down caused blood to go rather than standing up. You know, I I mean, I don't know. know. Nobody knows the answers, but, but I just, that's just so. sneezing uncontrollably. Oh, wow. And then she I was like, yes, but then I was scared because I didn't know if it was going to turn anaphylactic and be yeah. like, yeah. And I can't believe like so. Did breathe? they answer that? Like they said it was not anaphylactic okay. because she would we would have noticed. Right. I gave her Benadryl. An hour later, her eyes were still swollen, and that's why I took her to the emergency room because they weren't going down. Yeah. And I was starting to get anxious. But this also goes into how we parent differently, right? Because Chia is a very casual person about everything. Mm. Like my kid's arm could be hanging off halfway, and he would be like, "But they'll be fine." Mm. And I'm like go to the hospital mm-hmm. immediately. So this becomes like an argument point for us because he's always just so chill and he was chill about Asiya's leg and it was really fractured and he didn't know and I listened to him and mm-hmm. she was walking around for a week on a fractured leg because he was like, she's fine. And I'm like, but she can't walk. And we're just carrying her everywhere and I'm like, this is very alarming to me that she's not mm-hmm. walking. She's fine, she's fine. You overreact to everything. Then a year later, find out that her leg was indeed fractured. Not and a year later. A year later. Okay. A year later. Because we took her to get an x-ray, I, I, and the doctor told us that it wasn't fractured. Then we went to a new doctor, and they looked at her chart, and it was actually fractured. The doctor reported it, so it was wrong. Oh, yeah. But no I was practice. right, was my point. But, okay, so what does Azara's eyes look like today? They're still swollen. But you're going to do the allergy test, okay. Yeah, just... and so you, they can't be on any Benadryl or Zyrtec for, like, <sighs> almost close to a week before they get an allergy test because it affects it. the reading. Yeah. yeah, so they have to be, like, completely out of their system. So the goal right now is to not take Benadryl and to not have another reaction, but we don't know what caused it. Exactly. And we she, think it could be the... the. So I had her shower in my bathroom today, and I'm yeah. like, I have to keep them completely separate uh, from... And they like, share a room. I know. Yeah. She slept in my bed last night, and I ain't getting no sleep because she has night terror. So she was, like, fighting me in her sleep the uh, whole night. Just, like, punching me, kicking me, like, oh, no. <laughs> Like, and the baby, I was in between them. The ba- She's in the bed next to me. She has slept on the couch. Then the baby's in her crib next to me, and she's rolling around, farting in her sleep, just moving and grooving. Like, neither one of them were sleeping. And I'm like this. At 5.30, I went into the room, and Chia was getting off the couch because he heard her, and I was yeah. like, get one of them out of the room yeah, now. it's your turn. Or everyone's going to die. Right. <laughs> like, it was just frustrating, but it's just scary because – I am such a paranoid parent, Mm. you know, and I just always think about what my mom said. She's like, there's never an age Mm -hmm. where you don't have to worry about your children's safety. Mm -hmm. And that scares me because I'm like walking through the hospital last night holding AZ's hand like some people go to the hospital with their kids and never leave. And don't Mm -hmm. don't get out yet. Or Mm -hmm. leave with them completely changed and something. There's a mom on Instagram right now. Her um, baby, he's one. He got uh, meningitis. Mm-hmm. And it has, and this is their fourth child, complete fourth or fifth, completely changed their entire life. Mm-hmm. That poor baby is yeah. like he had five strokes. Mm-hmm. And I just think about that, like if she was like took him to the hospital, thought it was allergic reaction, you know, brought him back home. So this is like an ongoing thing for. So, so even when you take him, you're like, yes, you know what I mean. But the job or the 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 work 
right? Is like that's that's natural in mm-hmm. terms of in terms of our reaction to that, our yeah. reaction to what you're going through, our reaction to the fear. It's, yeah. it's fear. And and I think, also not to interrupt, but just remembering that like our circumstances and our own traumas trigger that yes. anxiety of yep. what it is. Ash, you've shared this. Like you've been through a lot. You've yeah. lost a sibling. You've seen a lot. You've been through a lot. So you have this awareness of um, anxiety when mm-hmm. it comes to health and safety and longevity of life basically you know um and that absolutely can affect how you feel and view your children yeah but the fear is absolutely yeah to to your point cody and all we can do is like find our way through it Mm -hmm. whether that is a meditation Mm -hmm. whether that is therapy whether that is just telling yourself a different story Mm -hmm. i'm just grateful that we're here and that this doctor is going to see her and you know like it's work that you know we had that conversation with uh felicia bailey and you know my friend Mm -hmm. portia and it's like they lost babies right Mm -hmm. and have had to go go through the world knowing that that's possible Mm-hmm. And raising, you know, their their newest children, children right? their yeah. other children, and more children, yeah. and with a smile on their face, and not just a smile on their face, but like with genuine joy and love, and right. find that. And as she has said, I'm, I keep pointing to the chair where she was, sitting. Where she was sitting. <laughs> hey, ghost like, to Felicia. <laughs> as as she has said, like that's work. It to, is to find that every grateful day. place every single day. And I know it is. And I think that's yeah. the thing. You know, I'm very like aware. I'm such an empath. I'm yeah, aware of feelings. Totally. I am a feelings person. Uh, if you cry in front of me, I'm probably going to cry as soon as you leave. And that's just how I am. As I soon as you leave, not in front of you because I'm a thug. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been slipping up a lot lately, y'all. I'm slipping. <laughs> but no, I, um, I think that that is the thing I've been, I was getting into such a space where I was like, okay, letting the mirror have more responsibility. She's been babysitting a lot, which is so great and amazing. Giving her that. And also just me, it it feels good to let your kids do something. Mm -hmm. Right. Because when you come home safe, it kind of reintroduces like they're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. Every time you come home and everybody's okay, it makes you feel better and better and better. But I think I live my life when like, when's that ball going to drop type of mentality because Girl. that has been my whole life. Yeah. And, and it just scares the shit yeah. out of me because I just wish that I knew that my kids would live forever or at least until they're old. And then I could be fine. I have to remember this quote. I'm a, I'm a mess it up and y'all gonna have to help me. Cause I feel like Melanie's going to know it, but it's like, it's like fear and faith are the same. They require you to believe in something that hasn't happened, mm-hmm. but you basically have to choose between Which one. Am I, I, I'm messing this up, but I essentially mean, the sentiment is fear and faith are the same. Both require you to believe in something that hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. That's deep. And so you're either choosing to have faith Mm. or choosing to be afraid. Right. And one of them is going to eat up your insides. But isn't yes. having faith fear too? I feel like faith is, is fearful. I don't know. I look I at know, them as I know one what, the I, I totally know say, what you yeah. mean by that. But the the peace and the faith of like, I understand the, the faith of um, believing that whatever it is, whatever the mm-hmm. faith is, is that it's with purpose, is mm-hmm. that you will be, you will, it, something will be revealed to you through this process, that you will be given what you need to get through this process, mm-hmm. that yeah. there is something happening that is bigger than what you can understand or comprehend right yep. now. Mm-hmm. Faith is really, um, I think it's definitive personally for each person of what what it means you know some people give that up to god jesus whoever that is that they you know yeah whatever they believe in but that's actually a really important thing to say is that you know faith and fear 
I would love to know the actual quote, but the sentiment That's to good me, for me is Don't something. Worry, yeah. Oh, I mean, we're gonna say it's smooth. Uh, we're gonna okay. say it's smooth. I mean, I feel like that was a pretty smooth. Yeah, it's quote. Quotes. I mean, yeah. if not, that make that your quote. Make babe. that your quote. Requote the quote. <laughs> Requote the quote. I mean, that's valid. I, you know, I have been a, I'm a very spiritual person and Mm -hmm. I do have like a a amazing relationship with God. But I think as I'm getting older and just like the more you learn about the world and life, I I do feel like sometimes don't nobody get mad at me, but like religion is cool and it's beautiful, but it also is like, there's somebody made this up a long time ago who just wanted everybody to feel better. Cause at the end of the day, sometimes it's just like, when my like when my sister died and people were like God had I've, I've almost cussed out every person that told me God had a bigger mm-hmm, plan mm-hmm. yeah like that to me is like the rudest shit in the world yeah. like other people find comfort in that yeah don't fucking tell me my kid died my sister died nobody died or whatever because God had a bigger plan yeah. like that's stupid as hell to me but whatever but it's not just to me mm-hmm. shout out to whoever that comforts but I'm just like. I feel like because people will be like, look at your life now and you moved to New York right after your sister died and all these things happen. I'm like, but that stuff could have probably still happened with her alive. Or I do feel like we have many paths in life. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like this could be a great path. I don't know what my other path would have been. It could have been even more lit than this one. (laughs) (laughs) Right. With my sister. With my sister. So you're totally right. You're a hundred. I completely agree with you. And I have that thought often too, which is just like. Like somebody made this, you know, up a long time ago, right? But but it's still a choice. True, true, true. It's still a choice to let yourself be comforted, mm. right? Because the reality That's is, you way. can't change the thing. That's true. You cannot change that your sister's not here. Yeah. But you also made a decision about Amira, right? When you were pregnant, that maybe you wouldn't have made. You know what I mean? Like, and and speaking of Amira, even your experience with Azara has brought about. See, now I'm going to cry. I told you I was crying when you told me this. I don't know why. But has brought about Amira, like, showing up for her and for you. Yeah. You know, like, in ways that, like, you get to say, oh, my gosh, look at this child I raised. And look at this big sister that she is. Mm -hmm. And, like, sure, you you will see that in many things, but you get to see it in this moment. And you get to be comforted by that. Yes. So... She's crying because I told her how last night, um, when as soon as it happened, Amir like threw on her sweatpants and she's like, Can I go with you guys? And she's like, I just want to be there for Azara. And I'm not bitch, you must have made me cry. No, I'm not doing that today. And so I was like, Yes, stop, Melanie. Oh my God. This is not about to be the sisterhood of crying moms. Like, this is ridiculous. Absolutely not. I'm just going to keep talking. I'm not looking at either of you right now. The way I couldn't even drink that coffee just now. So she just was like, can I, I just want to be there for his And I'm like, absolutely. And so I'm first, there's a lot of things I want to share. Number one, the urgent care had holiday hours, which is absolutely (laughs) ridiculous. Shout out to Martin Luther King. It pissed me off. I'm like, these white doctors don't care about this Negro. Like, y'all just didn't want to work today. so pissed so we're like rushing in the car and i i didn't know where any of the urgent cares are so that's an yeah. issue within itself Girl. so i call cody i'm like where do you go Da-da-da. and so i went down the street and it was closed so we're like running a mirror like she just picks up bizarre and like carries her to the car and she's sitting in the back seat with her and making sure that she's like buckled in she's like mom just go go to the next place so we go to the next place and in that one they were like it's a four-hour wait and amira's like no mom we have to find somewhere else we have to go now like they're not closed her eyes are not you know she's just like so protective of her sister she picks her up again and carries her to the car and then we go to the emergency room and like she's holding her hand the whole time she sits her on her lap while we're in the waiting room she like pulls out her phone and they're watching their little korean tv shows on her phone (laughs) while we're in the like you know in the 
emergency room and she never left her side. She never, oh my God. I'm getting like, <laughs> let it out, Ashley. No. <laughs> but she like never let her hand go. And it just made me think about my sister and how she always protected me and she was my best friend. And it just made me feel really good as a mom. Like, damn, my kids really love each other. And my oldest is like, she shows up when she needs to. And that's really all that you can ask for as a parent. It's like you do all this stuff and you're like, am I doing a good job? I know Amira's smart. Book smart, that's not even a question for me. She came out the womb, like just ahead of the game. But I care so much about the type of person she's going to yeah. be. You know what I mean? Like, are you going to be good to your sisters and love them and like, that whole I don't talk to my sister shit like I want that I don't talk to one of my brothers like I don't want that for my kids and, it, and it's just like such a thing in a lot of families and that's my biggest fear like I don't want my kids growing up being like I don't talk to my sister I don't like I hate that shit and I just was reminded like okay they might be okay like they might really be good and I try to keep them understanding the importance of one another and letting each other shine and like all of these different things and try not to repeat toxic behaviors that we all had yeah. in our family dynamics and it just made me feel really good because they, Azara loves Amira so much. Like she idolizes her and wants to do everything. If Amira has a ponytail, she wants a ponytail. You like her interests are even the same things that Amira mm-hmm. likes. So it just made me feel good for Azara to mm-hmm. know like her sister supported her and loved her and was there for her. You know, like that had to feel good for her. Yeah. She's just like laying on her. And I was like, and it also made me miss my sister too. That should just be triggering. But I, I, would, <laughs> I would just like to point out that even through that whole journey of conversation for the things that were triggering, traumatizing, anxiety inducing, all of these difficult things that even in that stress and panic of trying to find an emergency room for your daughter whose eyes are closed, you were still given a moment of gratitude, yeah. of celebration, yeah. of comfort, of mm-hmm. ease, of something that brought peace and oh, like what a blessing. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like to the point of what we were talking about back is that there are those moments even in the storm. True, true. And that's what faith does yeah. for some mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And that's what mm-hmm. like that moment did for you. It gave you something to be like, okay, like every, every it's okay. Like yeah. look at look at this blessing that I have within these daughters. Mm-hmm. And that's just I I'm so glad that you were able to see that and feel that in that moment yeah. of panic because yeah, I mean, I think it made I'm us all cry today. Yeah. <laughs> made us all cry today. Right. No, I, I, I am good at that. I mean, I tell you guys all the time when my sister passed away, I had one of the best days of my life with my friends. Like I'm really good at finding joy mm-hmm. in bad moments. I don't really live in moments, anything too long. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like if I'm angry and something makes me laugh, I'm going to laugh. Like I don't assign feelings to myself. I just feel whatever I feel in that moment. And then when I don't feel it anymore, I move on. Um, and I'm good at that, but it's still like different when it comes to your kids. Oh, you know what I mean? But it's I think just it's just anxiety. something for anyone who's listening out there that might find themselves in that situation True. that you it is possible. Yeah. Like it's not like all is not lost lost in that moment. Like they're, it, they're look for the look for the light. Mm-hmm. Like look yeah. for the moment that gives you that peace or that joy or something to celebrate or be happy about it, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, Cause I do think it's all, I do think it is possible. Even in the bleakest of times, I do think it's possible. No, I agree. I agree. How you always bring it home, Mel. <laughs> you know, I love as soon as she yeah. says for anyone listening out there, <laughs> because I, because, Rev run, man. because I often, I often, <laughs> I often think about it. You know, it's so we sit here and we would talk like this if the microphones weren't on, True. which is really beautiful for us. But I think that that's like 
the gift. And I think that that's the purpose of all of this is when we get to share, you know, like I appreciate just you even sharing something so personal that's going on with your children. Yeah. Um, well, I was made to. For me, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> for me, I we're talking about today. Share personal stories. Um, <laughs> you know, and even the thing, like, not even recognizing that, even for me, like, the reason why I was getting so emotional listening to you was because I think about the fact that I almost didn't have a second child. Aww. And now I get to experience. Oh, why are you doing this? <laughs> I get to experience seeing my son be an amazing big brother. Oh. And I never thought that that was that important to me until I see it now. Yeah. So when I hear you say things like this, I'm like, what, what a beautiful thing. Yeah. What a beautiful thing. And I didn't know I was going to miss out on it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, and Cam's going to be a, it ma- he's brother. the best big brother, but yeah. it made me, it made me have a moment of gratitude. Mm-hmm. And so I just, as much as I'm like on this thing, I'm also a listener, you know? So I think about the people that are at home that don't know what to do, don't know how to feel, find themselves in situations that feel very isolating. And that's why I think motherhood is so important. Yeah. Talking about it, you know? God, I'm going to get my period. I'm so emotional. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, but yeah, like I just, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm very grateful that Ashley put a hex on you. I'm very grateful that Ashley put a hex on me and gave me another baby. But no, <laughs> I'm just very, I'm just very grateful for the opportunity to share yeah, and no, to listen, and for everyone out there who is listening. No, and- a thousand percent. I think um, it is exactly what you said. Things feel it feels very isolating being a mother every day. You feel like stuff is just happening mm, to yeah. you, you know, and you don't realize like pretty much everyone with children is stressed the fuck out. In some way or shape or form, you know? I recently had a conversation with another mom who was telling me that she would have these very dark thoughts about her 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 sons, like crazy thoughts of like danger and like, Mm -hmm. you know, happening to her children. And, you know, Katsu, I learned that she had suffered some trauma growing up Mm. and she's very much like someone who likes to control things. And, and, you know, like, not that I'm a therapist, but we ended up talking about therapies. I kind of are. I'm kind of a therapist. But... (laughs) You know, learning, realizing that like those thoughts come from the fact that her childhood was compromised with trauma. Mm -hmm. So this thing that comes out in these thoughts for her children and she's just like, why do I think these things? It's because her child self was traumatized and her desire to control everything and feel like she can't makes her feel like something terrible could happen. You know, and I think that that's really important. You know, we are just parents we don't have all the answers we're people still healing we're people still trying to figure out our own shit we're people still trying to raise human beings to figure out their shit without you know also while trying to like control everything with like it's it's distressed (laughs) stress y'all um i have a random story that is both uh dramatic and then funny um but also ashley we've talked about like sometimes how kids say things about like angels and like your Mm. father i see your father and i'm like what yeah (laughs) yes so as my children um like always end up in my beds last night was like extra early like they came in very early and and the orientation was a little different. It was real tight. And so by like 3.30 or was it 4.30, I left. Like Mm -hmm. I had to get out of the bed and they were in deep enough sleep that I could do that and they didn't follow me. But eventually Aristotle comes in Brooks's room where I was sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) And he comes in and he's like, mommy, Brooks said the other Aristotle and Langston died. What? And I'm like, what? What? And he and I'm like the other Aristotle and like what? And he's like, yeah, Brooks said they died, and I was like, 
um, I'm trying to get to like what's happening here because yeah. you know it's yeah. like it's never what you think it is, yeah, yeah. right? Wait, but what was that movie where they were like the tethers, the yeah. others, <laughs> the others? Okay, okay. The others. I don't see, I don't watch these oh, things. Okay, for sorry. this exact reason. Okay, <laughs> so, the first thing I thought about was like the tethers. So I'm like, I don't even remember what I asked him right away, right? But but eventually we got to like he said like I don't. I, I eventually we got to oh Aristotle, who you were named after. Oh, and Langston Hughes, <laughs> right? Like this is at five a.m. this morning that I'm like, oh yes, honey, Aristotle was a philosopher, and like, like I'm like, hilarious. Yes, they they died. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and I, I mean, but I went through all the things, right? right. I'm like, five I'm though. like, what That's sort of out. like, right? Message? Are you downloading? <laughs> talking to you in your sleep yes at 5 a.m like it was a lot and then i'm like oh, why would brooks kids. say this but, oh my you know, god brooks is smart right um so yeah that's my story uh that both shares how my children keep me awake at night yes because they be in my bed and also how uh they startle you, me they start or you're raising the tethers or, or i haven't seen that movie so. you should not watch it absolutely Do not watch it Go never watch not it. happening here no any movie where the trailer goes Every I'm not I'm not seeing it um you don't want to go see Megan <laughs> no especially like why is Megan like the AI Chucky what like saw. what's happening she um yeah girl you see the doll she's like a killer doll with a knife and she'd be like dancing like meow meow <laughs> no because I won't even watch the trailer I've only seen the billboards and what? been like nope I don't know anything she's about this. like a girl Chucky doll basically but she's like very high def and yes she cute it's creepy <laughs> yeah weird yep. all weird um, so yeah, on that note, guys, uh, choose between faith and fear mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. You're making a choice. Yeah. And um, it's going to be okay. And find like the gratitude and the joy wherever you can mm-hmm. and hold on to that. Um, yes, yes. Snaps. <laughs> Cody. I guess that's been. Does that matter? <laughs> it's never too late I'm Melanie I'm the cancer Ashley. who's crying in here <laughs> I'm Ashley the thug who doesn't cry no I'm kidding I'll cry the thug who's cried the last I several episodes cry baby um, and this is Cody here signing off the new Langston and Aristotle <laughs> <laughs>